Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, recently Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu made a speech uh, regarding Israel's war with Hamas. And uh, the Prime Minister was uh, distinct in his approach regarding the situation. Joining us now is uh, Laser Berman, diplomatic reporter for the Times of Israel. Laser, good afternoon to you and thank you once again for joining us. Good to have you on board once again on the Afternoon Overdrive. Happy to be here. This might be my last one in a little bit. I got uh, called up, so I'll be uh, going into Miluim tomorrow. So hopefully we can talk afterward. Okay, and everything of the best, Laser. And yeah, we wish you all the very best and all the best of luck to you. Laser, okay, so Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he seemed very steadfast on his views on the war. Your take on his speech regarding, uh, his latest speech regarding uh, the war against Hamas. I don't think there was anything too new in the speech itself. Let's not forget that um, Gallant and Benny Gantz, members of his war cabinet, also gave speeches. But if we can distill everything down to the most important, Israeli leaders are still saying that there will not be a ceasefire. There is some pressure uh, from the world to uh, stop mm, fighting, mm. to allow humanitarian aid in. Um, but Israel is considering what it calls pauses. I mean, we see this today. It's been going very well, actually, to let Palestinians move south out of the out of the fighting zone. Israel keeps saying, without the release of the hostages, we're not going to pause fighting. So it right. seems like that they would open to some sort of deal, but they're not just going to stop and and let humanitarian aid and give Hamas time to regroup and to relax. Indeed. Well, uh, in, in the same report, we have the Biden administration, particularly, particularly U.S. President Joe Biden, um, you know, like weighing in on the situation. Do you think that um, he, he could uh, perhaps get, get to a point where he could really convince uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu to uh, go ahead with these, as they put it, humanitarian pauses? I don't think it's a question of convincing. I don't think Israel is going to be convinced per se, but could he pressure sure. Israel? Probably. Well, pressure, I won't pressurize him. Right. Okay. So right. I was meant to use that. So, right. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think the Biden administration is there right now. Um, they've been pretty steadfast in their support, um, and, you know, including bringing all that firepower into the region. Sure. Um, what would change that? I think if the humanitarian situation turns uh turns much worse than it is then then that could certainly uh change that situation or if israel makes some sort of tactical mistake you know strikes uh the wrong area tank shell flies through a wall and kills a lot of civilians or hits a hospital um that could change the situation let's not forget that biden is under pressure Mm. from his own white house from uh, the, the progressive party so, so uh, he he is putting his neck out for Israel. There's no question about that. And indeed, okay. So b- besides uh, the United States, we've also got uh, um, the usual the, the the standard allies like uh, Europe, for example, also weighing in on the situation. Do you think that that can really impact on anything at this moment? No, I mean, basically, the United States is is the player that matters. Mm. Um, they can be on the Security Council, etc. But. Uh, Biden, as, as an internationalist, certainly uh, does listen to what European allies are saying. Europe has generally been good. Uh, there have been some French calls for a ceasefire, but there's no real pressure on Israel for a ceasefire. It seems like the Europeans are, are cooperating in Israel's desire to have these field hospitals set up right. um, outside of Gaza, and that just makes Israel's life easier. It's fewer civilian mm-hmm. casualties, mm-hmm. and it gets out of the hospitals that Israel wants to strike because Hamas is sitting underneath them. 
Indeed. Laser, uh, do we still have um, an increased uh, presence, um, um, na- U.S. naval presence uh, in that part of the world, or has it increased by any chance? Uh, is it still the, is it still the same as what's been deployed before? I, I believe there was a submarine and a carrier group, or is there more now in the area? Definitely increased. You have the USS Ford uh, mm-hmm. carrier strike group, you have USS Eisenhower carrier strike group, and you have that uh, nuclear sub. I forget its its name. I think the Ohio, which is uh, among the most advanced, if not the most advanced, that that's America has. That's a submarine, has. right? Okay. Yeah, that's a sub. This is no joke. Each one of these carrier strike groups are basically the size of a you know of a medium-sized country's air force. This is a ton of capabilities. They can probably strike without refueling a thousand kilometers. So um, this is a lot of firepower. And um, I do believe that uh, it's not just there for show. If Iran tries to get involved, Mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. will get involved from the air. Sure. Laser, uh, from what you can see on the ground, what does support for the government look like at the moment? From the ground in Israel? uh, In Israel, yes. Yeah, it's not support for Netanyahu, per se. I think Mm -hmm. there's frustration with him about, you know, his unwillingness to fully take responsibility, to be, he's seen as playing politics a bit. But for his war cabinet in general, I think the country is, I don't think, I know, the country is behind them. Mm. Um, the country is probably, wants them to even be more aggressive. If this cabinet, you know, decided to start winding things up or to agree to a ceasefire, I think, uh, right. in much of the country would be calling for a step down and for someone, uh, a little bit more uh, robust to step in. Indeed, it seems as if uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu also has become a bit more proactive in visiting uh, other parts of Israel, uh, uh, from what I've gathered from the news recently. Yeah, he was down in the south today. Uh, he was criticized for meeting settlers before uh, people in Otef Aza in the Gaza area. So, uh, you know, he, he's certainly there's a lot of people. Don't forget, half the country was protesting against him until October 7th. So there's people that don't like him necessarily, and I think they're right, right in that they don't. Uh, feel like this is the time to play politics. We've seen a little bit of those protests, but I think generally people see them as distasteful, and the time for you know playing politics domestically is for after uh, Israel wins this thing. Laser, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, and everything all the best in your endeavors, as you mentioned earlier on, and uh, do take care. Laser Berman, we want to speak to you again, diplomatic reporter for the Times of Israel.